thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, creating biodiverse green spaces can help to rewild the microbiome of our environment and as a result, improve human health. A research team led by the University of Adelaide published a study in Restoration Ecology comparing levels of green space diversity from lawns to revegetated woodlands and has shown that revegetation of green spaces can improve soil microbiome diversity towards a more natural, biodiverse state. It is believed that the increased diversity and number of microbiota may provide immune system training and regulation that is beneficial to the overall health of humans. Lead author, PhD candidate Jacob Mills from the University of Adelaide's School of Biological Sciences and Environment Institute, says that urbanisation has radically changed our childhoods. More time spent indoors, poor quality diets, and less exposure to wild environments has led to significant increases in non-communicable diseases such as poorer respiratory health. Exposure to biodiverse natural environments carries ecological benefits. Green spaces with higher ecosystem function give children better exposure to pick things up from soil, for example. There are microbial compounds in soil that reduce stress and anxiety. Put simply, the more diversity in microbiota that children are exposed to, the healthier they will grow up, he said. The research found that the revegetated and remnant woodlands examined comprise more native plant species than other green spaces, such as lawns and vacant lots, and had greater diversity of microbiota. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my first thought on this is, how good is this? It's coming out of my hometown of Adelaide. Great work by the University of Adelaide. This is uh, fascinating research and fantastic research to be doing. It really does show that what we can do with the land around us. You know, Adelaide is still a little bit old school, still from that sort of European tradition with lots of lawn and lots of open grassed spaces and parklands. And I think what we're seeing from this is that really lawns are a bit old hat. You know, we spend a lot of effort, a lot of water, a lot of natural resources maintaining these grassed, huge, vast areas often of grassed areas. And really, it doesn't make a lot of sense, particularly not in a place like Adelaide, you know, one of the driest cities and one of the driest continents in the world. And you think, do we really need to be investing so much effort, energy, resources, water into maintaining these grassed areas when we could easily be planting more natural environments, more biodiverse environments, that would not only mean that we don't need to use as much water, but they're going to be healthier for the planet, they're going to be healthier for our native animals, and they're going to be healthier for our humans because they're going to create a better biodiversity, they're going to create a better microbiome in the soil, which leads to a better microbiome in the humans if we can convince them to spend some time outside there as well. So it really is some fascinating research and I think shows where we need to go in terms of urban development and planning, uh, but also what we need to be mindful of as humans as we coexist in this world around us. So I think it's definitely an interesting conversation to be had in the midst of what is extreme germ phobia at the moment and extreme attempts to try and control and eliminate all germs around us to be reminded that the microbiota around us not only in our own human body but in the environment around us in our soils are incredibly important for our overall health and and very interestingly according to this phd student very important for our respiratory health which has also been a huge topic at the moment so it's important that we're mindful of looking after our microbiota it's important that we're mindful of creating 
more natural ecosystems around us. It's important we're mindful of getting out into nature more when we can. And as I said, looking after the microbiota, not only of ourselves, which has been a big focus and topic over the last few years, but expanding that out and starting to think of the microbiota of the soil and of the environment around us. So I think it's time we really need to start thinking about working with nature and not against it. We're seeing immense benefits of being surrounded and immersed in nature. And instead of fighting against it and trying to control it, we need to figure out how we can make it work for us. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This podcast is brought to you by Exercising Resilience. Would you like to be personally mentored by me to help you transform your feelings of fear, anxiousness and hopelessness into feelings of strength and resilience? Would you like to feel more resilient physically, mentally and financially? I've created a group mentoring program called Exercising Resilience. And right now, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial. That's 30 days of free daily access to me in a private group. Two free group mentoring calls, a 21-day resilience challenge and access to a highly motivated tribe of people to support you along your way. Just head to exercisingresilience.com or click on the link in the show notes to get your free no-obligation month of resilience mentoring. That's exercisingresilience.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.